Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Create. This is your host, Ashley Koltonsky, and here we go. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know how exactly to roll in and out of these episodes. Um, so I think I think they'll get a little sweeter with time, hopefully, just like fine wine. Um, so welcome. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Wherever you're out in the world, thanks for listening and pushing play. I am kind of, kind of, wow, what a way to start this episode. I'm kind of excited. I'm excited for this episode because uh, it's been on my mind a lot. I've actually recorded this a few times and I've kind of wrestled with the specific message that I wanted to deliver. Um, So it's just me today, just riding solo, just me here on the pod. I wanted to discuss some marketing trends to look out for this year and kind of think through for our industry, commercial real estate, and how we can apply some of these trends and thoughts. And really what I kept coming back to is this general idea of authenticity. And so I, I rec- like I said, I recorded a couple times, um, but I think the core of my message today is trust and authenticity, which is a massive trend that we're seeing. I'm seeing in a bunch of articles for marketing, um, HubSpot, Marketing Pittsburgh, Forbes. um, What else do I have here? Single grain, socialmediatoday.com. There are are a lot of uh, data that speaks to creating more personalization, creating more authentic and personalized um, information and content for people. And I've been, I've been chewing on why this is such a quote unquote trend, because it seems quite obvious, right? Like we should be authentic. Um, it seems almost like you, it should just naturally happen. But what I've thought through why this is becoming so important is, you know, I think of the cancel culture and what's been happening lately when companies or brands or people who are in the public eye or have a high social media following or just, you know, bigger brands that are more national and global. Um, when they mess up or when they do something that is frowned upon or, um, racist or just wrong or not supportive of the general population or, um, is really harmful to a group or, or, or I don't know. Um, we're seeing this insane cancel culture, which is like totally everyone calling this person or company out. And I think that that is all because of the, the great World Wide web and social media and how connected we are digitally So I believe that this call or quote unquote trend for authenticity is truly just a response, I would say, to that. Um, The corporate social responsibility 
has to be there. And if it's not this cancel culture, this act of people, um, basically calling you out and kind of ruining your reputation or ruining, uh, your branding and, um, marketing efforts and just your reputation in general can really affect you. So what I've read through for 2021 marketing trends is how to be more authentic and more personal, more plain and simple. And HubSpot published an article that said marketing in 2021 will be more empathic than ever. And they talk about the human connections and how we are really just humans serving other humans at the end of the day. We're not robots. These brands aren't robots, although, you know, there is big tech and artificial intelligence and all of those things happening. But at the end of the day, I think we, we are just human and we need to remember that and treat others with integrity and respect. And so I think that everyone right now with so much sensitivity to what's happened last year in so many different ways is everyone's really calling for that. They really want, um, they're really holding people accountable to be better. So I'm not here to preach. I'm not here to like, you know, I'm going to get off my soapbox. I'm just trying to explain where this idea is deriving from and then how we can see that shift into some marketing and strategies for commercial real estate. Because I also believe that our industry is changing into, you know, I can't speak to how it was 20 years ago because I, you know, I'm a millennial and I'm not that old and I wasn't, I'm not, I haven't been in the business that long. So perhaps we're ha- we'll have like, um, someone who's a, a little more seasoned on here to talk about maybe shifts that they're seeing and uh, shifts that they're seeing in our industry. But I think that we can all agree that there is just better service, better connections, better work done when we take the time to be good humans to each other. And we really work together in such a respectful way that we can achieve goals, um, instead of just trying to sell or instead of just trying to, I don't know, have your own best interest in mind or profits in mind. I think the work, it can be performed better when we're looking out for each other in a, in a holistic way. So jumping back into the articles, HubSpot, in their marketing for 2021 trends, they are saying that they're receiving data points from people that they survey and companies that, and customers that they're really looking for a trusting relationship with, with their companies and their, and they want the companies or products or services to just make their lives easier. I think we all want our lives to be a little bit easier after you know, I think we've all gone through our own stuff last year, um, the year of 2020. So totally makes sense. It's kind of spot on. Um, some other trends, the virtual and digital world will continue to evolve and grow. Videos are a, um, content that is not going to go away. I think about videos really quickly. Side note, 
I think why videos are so powerful, you know, when you read a paper or you see, or you see a description, like a paragraph about a building or a property or something that you want to sell, that's, that's like one layer of, of depth to understanding it. When you see a picture of something, pictures worth a thousand words, you might have, you know, a little bit deeper of an understanding because you're able to visualize when you see a video it's such a powerful storytelling mechanism. You are able to either walk through a space or see something um, just in a, in a holistic way. You get the idea of the space or if it's a product you're trying to sell, you can just fully understand it. Um, I think videos are just going to rule the world of information. If you didn't know, YouTube is the second largest search engine next to Google. So that speaks in of itself of how important, you know, video is for us learning things. I hop onto YouTube. Uh, actually my brother is a full-time YouTuber. So, I mean, it's, it's huge. So if you want to take a class on making short videos, um, Marketing Pittsburgh did quote an article by Wisteria that videos under two minutes get the most engagement. So, um, and a couple other articles I've read, I've also talked about this before, simplifying the information. So those videos under two minutes, um, or any content that can really be like simplified, but supported by visual elements of, of videography and text overlays and diagrams and all those things just so deep in knowledge and understanding of, of what you're trying to communicate. So those are all, um, awesome trends that are not going away. If anything, they're, they're going to keep moving forward. In fact, I'm also looking at social media today. They're saying easy to consume content. Um, you know, 55% of Americans now listen to podcasts, which were up since our lockdown and pandemic world. So thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting this podcast, but it's a cool way. Think about how you can share whatever you are as a brand or the company you, um, work with or the product you're trying to sell. Try to think in this digital world because that is just going to continue to move forward. Um, and, and even our events, you know, so many Zoom meetings and events, how can you creatively do events, um, supplemental gift bags or products that you can ship to people and make the Zoom call more exciting if we still can't meet in person and people aren't comfortable with that. So things like that. I think, I think continuing to adapt and change is only going to continue to serve you right now. I, I think we've really, we've been forced to change faster than we would have if this pandemic didn't happen. So you might as well get a little flexible and uh, put your creative thinking hat on and think outside the box because who knows, you might have a cool idea that just is such a success and it's not been done before and it might've been like frowned upon before, but now's your time to kind of put those ideas out there in the world with your team. So I encourage all kinds of thoughtful ideas, um, that are different right now. 
So getting back into the the theme of authenticity, which again, I said, came up in so many articles, personalization. Um, so on singlegrain.com, they have some personalization stats. So 63% of consumers are highly annoyed with generic advertising blasts. Highly. I love that they said not just annoyed, uh, annoyed, not just annoyed, highly annoyed, uh, 63%. So, uh, how can you change? How can you be not annoying to most consumers? That's through personalization. That's through making something super, super intricate for a specific user or specific group or something that they really want to see because otherwise your emails might get deleted, especially by these highly annoyed people. Um, 80% of people say that they're more likely to do business with a company if it offers personalized experiences. So our industry is personal. You know, we make sure we like are farming things through our businesses, but really it's down to relationships. Um, at least, you know, selling spaces or leasing spaces, um, that you're working one-on-one with someone or, you know, at least a couple people on the team and you are getting to know your clients and people on such an individual level and understanding their needs. At least I hope you are, if you're a good service provider. So understand that they want to trust you and you, you need to understand how to make yourself come across as an authentic person. And I have some tips for that because you're like, okay, whatever I'm authentic. Um, I think one of the the best tips that I've ever heard. Um, and my friend Kelly actually has a phenomenal training and, um, presentation on presenting with people in mind and just like really communicating as a presenter really, really well. I would, I cannot wait for her to be on the podcast. I'm just saying she's going to, so she'll listen to this and she's going to be like, okay, Ashley, let's do this. So, she says in this presentation that I've, I've witnessed her give, um, you know, the phrase, the term that people give you advice, like just be yourself. Oh, you have a job interview. Just be yourself. Oh, you have like a pitch. Just be yourself. What exactly does that mean? She says, just be yourself. I don't know. Okay. I am myself. I don't know. Like, what do you, isn't that automatic? So how she rephrases that little blurb be yourself. She equates that to trust yourself. Now, how do you trust yourself? You have to walk into the room, walk into the situation, walk into the presentation that you trust and you know your experience level, your knowledge and your decision-making skills and what's brought you to the table. What's like, like you got the invite to be here. You are important and you need to trust in that knowledge that you have. So it's kind of like getting to know yourself and your skills. If you don't have that confidence and knowing what you are, what you offer, um, I, I think it's worth the exercise and taking some time out to understand who you are, who your ideal customer is. So remember that people trust people. So understanding 
what your ideal customer is, and then understanding who you are, what are your differentiators? Um, what is your personal brand? And so what I love about asking, what is your personal brand? It goes back to like values and like your message and who you are. If you don't know your values, if you don't know like what's most important to you or how you're running your business, I did this exercise last year and it's something I think I should do like maybe every year, every other year, just to like refresh myself. You can Google top 50 personal values. Okay. They're like respect and hardworking. And I don't know, like a bunch, there's, (laughs) there's probably more than 50, but I Googled like top 50 personal values. And then I went through the list and anything that felt like, yes, that is me. That resonates with me. I wrote it down or I circled it or who knows, whatever. I identified that, that as important to me. So out of that 50, the first pass I took at the list, maybe I had 20 or 25 from that list that I thought were me. I further refined it. I did another little pass through and I like double starred or double circled, um, like the next, the five that were like, this is absolutely me. Like I, this is so important to me. This is who I am as a person. This is who I am as a professional. This is who I am in business. Um, do that exercise, try that out. Like it's, it's pretty interesting because the words, it's always nice to read a bunch of words that you don't have to think of yourself and then just narrow them down. So I try to Google and see if that works for you or helps you and at least helps you understand yourself better because that will position you to know what's important to you and then know what your ideal customer is and then bridge the gap and you make that connection. And so how does being authentic work in commercial real estate? I mean, I don't know. I think we're that's still kind of up for discussion, but I do want to say that understanding yourself and your personal brand and who you are can help you boost yourself up in business, whether you're a broker or a vendor or an architect, like you understand how you work and you're going to be able to understand how you work with others better and serve others better. So I encourage that from the get-go. Number two, when we talk about hard deliverables for marketing things, um, or even presentations, if you're trying to sell and win new business, how can you be more authentic in that? I mean, what differentiates you? You know, it, if you're going up against three different service providers, you all kind of do the same thing, but you need to understand what sets you apart, what makes you different. And I think that hits on the authenticity. It makes it a little more personal. I mean, if you're funny, make it a little funny. I think, I absolutely think there needs to be more humor in our industry. We are so serious. We are so like, oh, like this is just so intense and we are just, oh, like unfurl your brow, like relax, like take a chill pill and be funny, be a little lighthearted. Like it's, it's not the end of the world. If something happens or you don't understand something or someone thinks that you're a little bit goofy, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to be myself on this podcast. Sometimes I swear. Sometimes I say words wrong. Like it's okay. I'm going to get over it. You'll get over it. If you don't listen to me, fine. Like 
you know, just be yourself. The people who do want to listen into this podcast are interested in what I have to say. And the people that come on here, they will. And that's all you can do is be more authentic. So in a, uh, and a meeting, spice it up with your personality traits and, you know, whether you're funny or whether you like freaking love dogs or something, I don't know, make it. I honestly think that that would be more memorable for them too, because, and not only that, it, 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 it takes off a layer of like stress of, I don't know. I've walked into rooms where everyone feels so professional and uptight that it's like, I think we're all waiting for, for one of us to like do something to make us all feel human again. Like, like just say a word wrong or something that like you you could, you've seen it happen in a room where something breaks the tension and everyone kind of laughs and we're all like, Oh yeah, we're all not robots. We're actually all human and it's fine. It's funny because I do think like the zoom world has allowed for that because so many of these like funny videos are coming out where like the guy has a cat uh, filter on and he can't like get the filter off. And so like, you know, shit happens. We're all human. So understand yourself, understand what differentiates yourself and bring that in to the meeting room. I think that's a great idea. Um, some other little tips, uh, email monday.com. They talk about more personal emails. So, you know, you have your designers work on these email chain or, um, excuse me, email campaigns that are really great and professional and all the good things. But sometimes it's nice to create a personal email. If it's going to like 20 people or it's an event that you're inviting to draft up an actual email that you're typing up and writing, include a picture attachment or something, and you might get a better response rate that way. Um, and it just might be more impactful. Uh, email marketing or email monday.com also says add tiny details to go hyper personal, give personal experience, um, stories, follow-ups, action items. Um, how about handwritten notes and letters? Let's do more of that. I think that is insanely good nowadays. So good. I think that we need to, I mean, if you see someone in an article that they've, they've done something and you still want to, you just want to continue building that relationship, write them a congratulate, congratulatory note. Is congratulatory a word? Congratulate them, write them a note. Like, Oh my gosh, I saw you in this article. I think this is fantastic. This is awesome. Um, our emails are so cluttered. So I am a huge fan of going back to hard mailing campaigns and things like that. I like love getting stuff in the mail anytime. Like even if it's a gag gift, I don't care. Like I love handwritten notes. I had a meet, I met someone once, um, when I started my new job and he wrote me a handwritten note. Like it was so, it took like, I don't know, maybe five minutes of his time of his life Hey, so great to meet you. Like, congrats on the new job, blah, 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 blah. Let's keep in touch. I like kept the note. I mean, it's somewhere in my desk, but like, it's so nice. It's so simple, but nice. It's very personal. And it makes that, that person that you're sending the audience of that, the receiver just feels really good. It's just, 
I think people really appreciate that you're building an emotional connection. And I will say that the decision-making process comes down to emotional like decisions. Like we, we know the facts of the situation, but, um, I should have pulled up some stats on this. And, and again, my friend who did this presentation, she talks all about this, that the emotional ties that we have really inform our, our decision-making. So show that you care, um, build your community, build your connections, uh, think through marketing ideas where you are being authentic and coming through in this really beautiful way as your true self. And I think that's going to help you grow your business. It's going to help you sell and lease space. It's going to give you greater connections with, um, property owners or tenants in the market and their word of mouth recommendations of you are, are only going to grow, um, your client list and things like that. So again, just a really, really thoughtful, uh, ideas. I wanted you all to chew on and, you know, just consider, think about how can I make my business a little more authentic? How can I be a little, how can I show up more authentically? How can my marketing efforts be a lot more personal, a lot more strategic and like pointing exactly to who we want to reach and why are we doing that? Are we doing that just to like, uh, you know, clutter their email? Are we doing that because we actually believe we can help them with A, B, and C? So think about that, create value and trust through being authentic. And I think that will go a long way and, um, yeah, reach out if you have any thoughts or, or questions or ideas or stories about this. Um, I think that the commercial real estate industry can really go far with this. I think we've always been, uh, the, the whole industry has been built on relationship building. Um, so I think that this will just really help you connect with more humans in a, in a really awesome way. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more great episodes this month. We have a couple guests lined up for the podcast. If you want to find us on social media, you can hit up Instagram. The handle is at create.pod. And if you want added to our email list, just get in touch on Instagram. Thanks again for listening. I hope you have a great week. Take care.